you do your roux in a microwave. This gut is beautiful and it's full of gumbo. Nick Saban puts tomatoes in his gumbo. Welcome to the Gumbo Show. Gumbo is a way of life. It is gumbo time. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, we have entered the month of November, which is the first full month of gumbo season here in South Louisiana. This is, of course, the only show in all of cyberspace and all of real space devoted to the world's one perfect food. I'm talking, of course, about a bowl of delicious gumbo. Joining me as always this week, it is the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, the Snickers, and then the disappointment of the Tootsie Roll in the Halloween bag, Brent Barksdale in North Texas, Dave Huguenel in North Virginia, and me. I'll be the Tootsie Roll, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be the disappointment. Feynman Roberts here in Southeast Louisiana. What is happening, fellas? Dave, did you tell him, tell him where you live now? Oh, yeah, sorry. I, I live in North Georgia now. Do did, did we get that wrong in the intro? Yeah. No, I said North Georgia, didn't I? No. I said North Georgia. Maybe you did. I don't know. We'll Maybe. play the tape back. Everybody yeah. can rewind and listen. I thought you said sure, Northern yeah. Virginia. Virginia. doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Georgia, Virginia. It's all the I same. Mean, are those states regardless, I mean, regardless of like where you place yeah. me, like I'll, like you're always going to be my Tootsie Roll. So I'm not yeah. worried. So you're the Tootsie Roll. Who's the Reese's? <laughs> is, is Dave the Reese's? Dave's got to be the Reese's Cup. Yeah, so you're the you Reese's Cup. You get to be Cup. the Snickers. I'm the Snickers. That's satisfying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I know one of the things you're going to talk about on this show is is uh, is balls. And so it makes <laughs> sense that you would be the candidate. Yeah. All right. What a segue. <laughs> okay, let's talk specialty, about those buddy. balls. Let's All talk right. About so balls. Brent, you For all our new listeners, this is a gumbo podcast. Yeah. You went to a to a world famous event. Did you not, Brent? Yeah, it's but well it's been, done. I think it's been three weeks now. So my, my memory's getting a little more foggy. But yeah, I went to the State Fair of Texas uh, expecting this, you know, to find deep fried Oreos, deep fried corn dogs, and all these deep, deep fried, fried things. Butter. Deep fried, they have fried butter. butter. Yeah, yeah, they have fried butter. Uh, it was crazy. But then I just happened to randomly stumble upon a booth that had gumbo balls. And of course, I had to, Grab me a pair, so I did, and I ordered gumbo balls, and it was twenty dollars, twenty did twenty they serve tickets. Them to you in a, in a small sack, twenty tickets. Um, so you get two. I'm trying to remember if it was two or three balls. I think I might have sent you guys a picture, and I probably did, but it comes. I with, didn't see a picture. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's hard you. to tell. You send me so many pictures of balls, and I get them all. <laughs> of gumbo, I'm pretty sure. In that in that barrage of Brent ball picks, wow. one of them was a, was a bag of gumbo balls. So they're going to change the rating on this. How one. would you do? How would you describe the salt content? Of these okay, I'm looking balls? at the photo right now that I sent you guys. That you are wrong because I did send you the photo, and I'm in our gumbo group chat. It's three deep fried balls, which is basically it was rice balls with shrimp and sausage, and it was all. Deep everything but the liquid in a gumbo, deep fried chicken, deep fried in a ball, and then it comes with a cup of gumbo to dip your balls. Oh, I see the picture. You're now. looking at the photo, right? And then it also comes with fried okra, which was great. So, so I will give this dish a 10 for effort, a nine and a half, 10 for originality. Uh, execution, um, 
I gave it a seven. Like it, the the gumbo was it was a dark roux. It was pretty good. And then dipping the balls made it better. And then I love the okra. That was, was just there, great. Was there no sausage with the balls? Yeah, there there was a little bit of sausage in the um in the balls. Sausage. There so was chicken. I don't think there was big shrimp. Gumbo actually. Balls, I think big it was chicken and sausage. Small sausage. Rice. Exactly. So, so was there it was like good. a roux like flavor like within the rice like in the ball itself? No, 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 no. It was like it was like rice, chicken, sausage, all deep fried. I guess they had some butter, or whatever. I don't know. It would make it. It had some moisture to it, but the main liquid is when you hmm. dipped it in the in the gumbo. Okay, as you can see in the photo, so the, and you can see the, the seasoning. Just mostly gumbo, like yeah, it was just the broth, the, the like roux. It was liquid. mostly roux, and I'm trying to remember hmm. if there was um, if there was some. I think there was some sausage in the gumbo. Uh, so it does look like it wasn't chock full, as you can see. The photo is mostly just liquid that you dipped the balls in. Yeah, this booth you brought it from also offered uh deep fried lasagna roll, deep fried chicken alfredo balls, yep, a deep fried strawberry crunch roll, uh, and of course, a bottled water and associated assorted yeah. drinks. But but uh, you could have really toured around there with the deep fried gumbo ball and the deep fried chicken Alfredo ball. Yeah, 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 for sure. Both 20 tickets, right? Uh, so deep fried yeah. seafood gumbo balls is the official name for 20 tickets at the booth Gourmet Royale. There you so, go. So what kind of seafood did you have in these balls? So I guess, and again, this was a month ago. Because we haven't recorded in a while. What was so it, it had like to be when the you shrimp. got the balls in your mouth? Uh, I saw it was a religious experiment experience, and maybe because I was hot and sweaty, and I was ready to go home. <laughs> maybe that's what it was. It, but the highlight, of course, other than seeing my son play, was because uh, he played a show there. At the, that's why I was there. Um, was the deep fried seafood gumbo balls? Anyway. That's it. I don't remember much. I just remember I was excited when I saw them. I paid twenty bucks, and I dipped them in the in the gumbo. But I do remember sure. sausage. I do remember shrimp. I do remember some chicken. But it was good. Well, it's not, it sounds like an interesting concept. To be fair. Oh yeah, it was great. Gourmet uh, yeah. Royale. I do think I do think it would be better from from a marketing perspective if they were to just call it like deep fried gumbo. Because that to me would be like a little more enticing, you know, and like not gumbo balls. Like honestly, when I hear gumbo balls, like that's a <laughs> like that sounds that sounds like an STD. You get it like Fred's by the river, like that's <laughs> Oh wow! Like, like is, if that, if is that if a West Bank? If you have a West wild Bank night, joke? where's Fred's no, by the river? No, no, that's like it's like if you have like a wild night in like French settlement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I that, I think that Fred's closed for a time anyway. It, it did uh, it certainly. Uh, um, you're talking about in Port Vincent, right? The yeah, Fred's yeah, in Port yeah. Vincent. Yeah, that they, they definitely flooded in 2016. Uh, oh, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So, uh, but I have eaten at that Fred's by the river. That's that is hilarious. Uh, I haven't thought oh. about any STDs you might pick up there. Um, if you did, I'm not saying that that you. I mean, it just sounds like if you were to get one. <laughs> Gumbo balls would be <laughs> one you have to watch out for. I mean, I think it's definitely an STD that is endemic to Louisiana, right? I mean, because the hot in the hot summer, sometimes you're gonna, you know, you're gonna you're gonna end up with a little a little gumbo ball. This is good constructive, uh, uh, not criticism, but constructive ideas for the booth because they said they're gonna listen to the show 
uh, I gave him I gave him our card, and they didn't like they, they didn't believe I had a gumbo podcast. So I sent them the I gave him my card, and then they you know I think they gave me an extra ball maybe. But let me look at I think their picture. I, but, but I also I, think like yeah, they gave me an extra ball. If you look at their photo, you're only supposed to get two balls. But when I told them I was on the gumbo podcast, they gave me three balls. There, there you go. That, that that's that gumbo gumbo influencer. Uh, yeah. Free- yeah. Man, I knew the show would this pay is, off one day. I was about to say this is the whole reason Brent started the show was for for free gumbo. That's what he said. <laughs> but, All I ever want is free gumbo. I yeah. think what I was kind of disappointed in, like what I was expecting, was like obviously you can't like deep fry liquid, but if they were to like somehow have like in the, the ball roux, the roux like mixed in with the rice and that sort of stuff, like if you were to like make your gumbo a little extra thick, like with yeah. a little extra roux, and then you kind of pack that all in. And deep fry that to me would be kind of interesting. Yeah, like what you hear you're that, ladies? It's like a roux infused gumbo ball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because that like way, like a poached egg of gumbo, right? A gooey right. center. Especially, especially if I'm at a skate fair, like I don't want to have to have like my basically like my gumbo au jus to like dip the ball in. I just want to like pop it in my mouth and like move on. Yeah. I think if you yeah. can, you know, and again, like you know, the gumbo science there might not, you know, be we might not bridge that gap yet. One day, but, where's Elon Musk? Right. We have right. a we have a yeah. new challenge. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, you know, I think I think if you can infuse that gumbo into the ball itself and like get that roof flavor that's just super moist in one but in one bite, that to me, like that's a that's a bestseller. A bestseller. All right. Yeah, cool. that's it. That's an interesting idea. Um, all right. And Brent, you had another gumbo experience uh, basically at the other end of Texas, correct? Yeah, in Beaumont, Texas. So last week Beaumont. I spent uh the weeks are merging together. I think it was last week. Maybe it was two weeks ago. But I was in Beaumont, Texas. Is there Texas. any truth to the rumor that when you get to Beaumont, the speed limit goes out up because nobody wants to stay there for very long? Uh, talk to the law. For, I, have, I have no idea. I don't remember. I don't remember. There was a great cloud over it when you're you know you're about to hit Beaumont. The, cool, the coolest part about dark. The coolest part about Beaumont is uh, tell me if I'm. Have you ever seen China, Texas? There's a city uh, called China, Texas, right? It's a suburb of Beaumont, I guess. You yeah. drive. Well, right I, mean, I used to, I used to live in Beaumont way back when. Do you remember China? Vaguely. Yeah. Anyway, kid. it's a little town, and apparently there's a lot of um, uh, it's got really cool history of China, Texas. So Beaumont, I've talked about them on the show before. Uh, there is a catering company that also is a live music venue. Uh, and they're called Corvilles. It's a family-owned business. There's Donnie and Big Rich, and uh, the whole family uh, participates in the business. And they made me special gumbo every night. The the menu for the the patrons that uh, they have a dinner and a show, and the dinner was barbecue uh, both nights. But they made me gumbo special because I was there both nights. Chicken and sausage. It was amazing. Um. It was really good, but the whole reason I tell this story is they talk a big game, and they've claimed that one time they've actually gone to Louisiana and won a gumbo competition, and I'm like, all right, well, let's see what you got in New Iberia in October, so my goal and my mission is to get them to go next year to the Gumbo World Championship cookoff in New Iberia, Louisiana, probably the weekend of the 8th, 9th, 10th, around that that zone. I don't know if they've announced the date yet. Like the, the second weekend in October. Yeah. So anyway, that's my mission is to get them to compete. They say it's a busy time for them, but that's just an excuse. Let's just, I'm I'm gonna get them there and see how they do against Kernis and the crew. You want them to lay their uh, lay their roux on the table, as it were. Exactly. You took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, Speaking of Kernis, his daughter placed 
Did you hear about that? And the in the yeah. world championship, she won. Was it the seafood or the amateur category? He was seafood. She was in the amateur category. I think she won it. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, she did. She finished first or second, and it's good to see that uh, Kernis's wisdom is being passed on to a second generation. Oh yeah. Anyway, so that's my two gumbo stories. Uh, other than I was in Dallas Friday, and I was at a random restaurant, and they had a special. And their special was gumbo, and I just had to get it. So I did, along with my other meal. So I had two meals, and the gumbo was actually really good. It was chicken and sausage, and I was uh, ate it all. It was good. Dark root, plenty of plenty of chicken, plenty of sausage, smoked sausage, not on doing. What, was, it was, the, still what good. was the restaurant? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I just know it's next to the Kessler Kessler Theater in Dallas. Gumbo, uh, that's awesome. That's a great gumbo show plug. Hey, yeah. great gumbo. Can't tell you what yeah. Great gumbo. No idea what it's called. I think it's called Nova. And anyone, or something. anyone that's thinking about sponsoring us now, this is a good good example yeah. of our. Well, it was a special. Market. It's not something they do all the time. They're not really a seafood restaurant, but it was good. All right, you're up, Dave. Don't you have? Didn't you? Both both of you guys. Yeah, made Dave, gumbo. you made you made gumbo for other people. Now, do do I, I remember correctly? Is this the first time you've done this? This is the first time someone besides my wife and kids have had my gumbo. I've always just cooked it for my family. I never really have people over. Um, you know, most most people know this about me. I am a hermit. I, I just don't, I'm not a socialite at all. So it was a rare thing to have people over at my house for dinner. I decided to do gumbo. My right. wife says, and I, and I believe her because uh, she would judge me harshly if it wasn't true. Apparently the best pot I've ever made. Good timing. Good timing. So it, it works. It works. What do you, so... I have two questions about that. Number one, did you microwave your roux? I did. I did. And number two, do you think it was the best pot you've ever made? Because now in Georgia, you're closer to Louisiana. No, I think it was one. It was the pressure of like, I have to do this right because I've got actual people showing up that that are going to eat this stuff. Um, And then on top of that, uh, I think it was just like all the practice, like the years in, of making gumbo and like all, frankly, this show kind of like hearing all the tips and tricks, I kind of took a little bit of everything, but I, uh, you know, I actually, I got some Savoy's uh, andouille sausage. Uh, Cause that it actually, that, that is one of the perks of being here is I can't actually buy Savoy's in the store here in Rome. That that's not something I could get andouille up in, up in Virginia, but just not just like your generic, like target andouille or whatever, nothing great. Um, but I did get some stuff FedEx over to me. I got filet uh, FedEx over from a Cajun grocer. I got tasso and I got a green onion sausage as well. So I did my andouille and my green onion and then my tasso. The one thing I did with the tasso this time differently though, is instead of like kind of cutting it up and putting it in the pan with the sausage when I was browning the sausage, I just threw it in whole in the gumbo, like right at the start and just let it soak through the entire thing. And, and that's the right way to do it because when it's done, it just falls apart and it's just so much better. Like when I did it the first time, it was like a little chewier. It wasn't bad, but like mm-hmm. I, I got a, way, a lot more flavor out of it. Uh, for the chicken, I also, I, I got a little fancy. Uh, so I just bought uh, boneless chicken thighs and then I put my cast iron on my grill outside, got that thing blazing hot and then just seared them in there with like butter and minced garlic. That's yeah. it. Yeah. All right. I'm happy. That's and good then, stuff. 
Then once that was done, put it all in. Um, only thing I forgot to do is I actually, because the last few pots I've done, I've always put the honey on at the end, like Jonathan Perry talked about. And I love that. Forgot yeah. to do that in this one. I feel like if I had, it would have just been that much better. But just in the rush of things, I forgot. So to when do did it. you and put also, the chicken in? So, oh, that was the other thing. I can't remember. I think it was because I was traveling. And like I had, like I was actually, I had just getting back, gotten back from a business trip like late the night before and I had to cook. So I pulled an all-nighter. I didn't go to bed. So I started cooking at probably four in the morning because I had nothing else to do. I was just bored. Um, so Other than the wife and two children. Right. But like they're all sleeping and I just I was by myself in a quiet house. So I just started cooking. Yeah. So the pot was rolling um, with the chicken in it, with the sausage, all that sort of stuff. Probably by like 7 a.m. Right. it was done. And I just had that thing on a low simmer until dinner time at like 6 p.m. So it, it, like, it was on the stove for a good 12 hours. Easy. But when did so. you put the chicken in? It was that morning. It was before because uh, it was like it was like around 7 a.m. I let it soak in there all day with wow. everything. Wow. Okay. Cool. So did it, it fall didn't, apart? It didn't get, no, not really. I mean, a little bit, but like not super stringy because um, I didn't like – You didn't boil did it. The, well, like Brett does, you didn't boil it like we did the last. No, I did, I did. I did. I put it in the cast iron. I think that sear probably helped a little bit, and kind yep. of like keeping it together. But when I when I seared it too, like I didn't like cut up the chicken. I literally just put the chicken That's thighs right. in the pan and then put right. it in the pot. So that it was like sense. really big chunks of chicken. Nice. So, but it was good. I liked it. It does sound um, delicious. The the the, the uh, folks that were over with us, they asked if they could take leftovers home with them. So and did I, you say uh, no? No, he did. Uh, he, he let I, them take it. I, I I let them take it. In fact, I asked if he had any photos. He's like, oh, I forgot that they took it home. Maybe they'll send some. I completely forgot to take photos of this one. So you just have to take my word for it. If a tree so, falls in the woods, did it? And you don't yeah. hear a sound. Yeah. yeah. If there's a gumbo without a photo on the gumbo show, does it really exist? Not on Twitter. No. <laughs> uh. Oh, that does sound delicious. I like the tasso idea. I've I've played around with the tasso before, and I don't know that I've ever been super happy with the results. So I like I like what you did there. Well, how did you do your tasso last time you did it? When I I just cut it up real fine and put it in there pretty early. Yep. And I just am not sure what it you know it may have added a little bit to it. I'll tell you, I made a pot of gumbo a couple of weeks ago, and I forgot the tasso, and I forgot the honey, and I uh -huh. baked my chicken. With just some salt and pepper, yeah. Because I was kind of in a hurry on some things, and so I just baked my boneless, skinless thighs, mm -hmm. and then I threw them in early. I've been throwing them in late, so they keep a little bit more texture. But mm -hmm. I threw them in early because my wife likes it a little, you know, a little more. Um, it's like if it's just been in there longer. Uh -huh. And well, talk about gumbo, right? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. You guys start I, off with the balls. Yeah. Well, we did. And we started this whole show on it. Um, <laughs> my wife likes the chicken to have been in the gumbo pot. Right. For a while. That's not a euphemism. That's actually what I'm talking about. And um, and I did that. And you know what? The, the gumbo was still delicious. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I was actually happy because we ate it on a Sunday. And then the kids went back to school and I worked from home. And you so I just it. kept eating it for lunch. Yeah. I was like, you suckers. Yeah. I'm having the rest of this pot to myself. So here's, here's yep. what I tell you on the Tasso. Cause I was the same as you. The first time I used it, like I diced it up and like kind of browned it and everything. And I, I didn't feel mm -hmm. like it added anything, mm -hmm. but this time literally it was as soon as I 
you know, got the chicken stock in there with the brew and the Trinity. And like, I was at that stage before mm-hmm. I put, even before I put the sausage in, I put the tasso in basically just raw. I just, well, I guess not generally raw cause it's smoked or whatever, but right. you know, um, but didn't cook it, didn't touch it, literally just opened it out of the bag, threw it in there. Wow. Um, and I think that, that to me made a huge difference because you got kind of bigger chunks of tasso while you're eating everything else. And you just got this really, every now and then I get this really nice smoky bite of like just pork and like it, mm. it hit really well. Yeah, that does sound delicious. Nice. Um, cool. I guess I well, have to cook gumbo this weekend. I know it's, I might, I mean, it's LSU Alabama. So I'm going to be oh, all, all it nervous is. all weekend. I probably, yeah. probably won't cook cause I'll be too nervous. Um, well, look, I think I think that probably wraps up this uh, edition of the Gumbo Show, unless we have some other pressing news to discuss, which I, I don't think we do. I think we're good. Um, Bring us home, Feynman. Yeah, all right. Well, that is going to do it for this episode of the Gumbo Show. The Halloween candy of Gumbo Talk is going to be signing off. Remember, always hit us up on our socials if you want, on Twitter, at Gumbo Show, uh, for as long as... Elon Musk still permits random food right. show Twitter accounts to exist. Um, I think I think it's fair to say the Gumbo Show will not be paying for a blue check mark. Nope. Uh, we're also on Instagram at Gum- at Doug Gumbo Show. That's at DA Gumbo Show. We have a website at Gumbo Show. or it's Gumbo Show. Us, and we're on Facebook at the Gumbo Show. So hit us up on any of those if you want to talk about gumbo. We'd love to talk about gumbo. And until next time, may your rooms be dark and your bowls be full.